Hey, dear listeners, I hope everyone had a great new year. Anna and I are so thankful for all of your support the past three years, and I really hope we get to do this forever. So this compilation is full of fresh content that has never been heard before. We have Adam Scott playing Tom Cruise, Sophia Bush brings in something weird, and Bill Hader talks about Documentary Now. And there's also a bunch more, so I hope you enjoy it. And now, Bill Hader. Can we talk a little bit about Documentary Now? Oh, yeah, sure. Because it's one of the most fucking brilliant and bizarre concepts. How did you sell this idea? I know. Do you get out? I know. I'm sure. Yeah, you I, no, 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 no. But it's like, I don't know. We, we it's like, you know, like you have questions get asked and there's things you don't talk about in your regular life yeah. ever. But then that's one that Seth and Fred and I, when we're around each other, it'll be a lull in the conversation. Then we'll just go, how the hell did we get documentary now? (laughs) And it's like, and I think the reason is, is because we went to IFC when Fred had done Portlandia. So that was, you know, doing that, that, that network a lot of well. And then, um, and then me and Fred, it was our last episode of Starting Live. So we were off the show and it was three days after that happened and it was weirdly like promoted it was like in the news a lot so it was like you know it's just like one of those things where we hit it at the right moment where it's oh so you guys are in the news and brilliant. so they were like you can do kind of whatever you want and we just kept saying yeah no it's gonna be a show <laughs> um we're gonna recreate documentaries <laughs> like we couldn't do it with a straight face and um they went oh because we had done this thing called the history of punk um where we had recreated some of the filth and the fury and some of that stuff and that was the thing that i saw and i went oh god we should do a show like this and do some great some of the great documentaries and it'll be kind of an interesting kind of curated thing and, and was great gardens your first one or it was seth myers that was his idea it was like we should do great gardens and you guys are the great gardens ladies and it's so fucking good and god. i remember fred and i we got and we got really in our head about being in drag like fred and i were like is this is this like lame that we're like i just remember the day of it was the first day ever of shooting a documentary now like very first day was great gardens and it was me doing that dance with the yes, oh god, with the, the flag. flags, ah. and I just thought the crew was like, "What the fuck did we just sign up for?" <laughs> and and I just remember, yeah, doing it. Frank, is this weird that we're in, is this lame or is it you know? No, it's, and uh, people liked it. You oh, know? it's so fucking good. It's so oh, fucking you. brilliant. A lot of credit goes to Reese Thomas and Alex Bono and and this guy Micah Gardner. Are, I'm sure are, they're all listening. Right no, now. but seriously, those guys and <laughs> for people listening, those guys that team because Alex uh, is a co-director. We also is a DP on them, and and that style that we we do it in is like just to be able to there's like this company where you can actually go and bring your film stocks to and the guy will make a you can digitally make the film stock like you could bring in like okay here's the actual camera logs from uh you know gray gardens and they can go down to like the bin number (laughs) and recreate it it's insane so some actors excel at being versions of themselves I guess and they're great at it because maybe their inherent charm is uh, is enough to be so relatable I love it and I feel like I can relate to 
this idea more that you love escaping into characters fully. I guess that's a really fucking simplistic way to put it, but I enjoy that because I fundamentally feel like I'm an introvert, mm-hmm. which... yeah. I relate to that. Yeah. Where people go, Oh, you're really extra, you know, funny, whatever. But then people, I don't know if you find people get to know you and then they go, Oh, you're like, are you okay? Is everything all right? <laughs> and you're like, no, I just have nothing to say. <laughs> and they're like, what's wrong? And you're I like, hate that. You're like, I hate that. Yes. Nothing, nothing's yeah. wrong. I yeah. just, uh, I'm just, uh, like, just but, but on screen and, and yeah. when you were on, J- you know, on uh, Jimmy Fallon, you were like really funny and you're like, I, I can't do that all the time. And is it, I wonder if it's like the heightened or, or I, and for me, I don't know. I, I just, I like escaping into an idea of a character. Um, and I really like playing fucked up, obnoxious characters. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're you giggling well. because no, cause you can relate. Though. No, but yeah, it's nice but when people can go, oh, that person from that thing is also the person... But for me, it was always kind of a thing of like, from a writing standpoint, going, oh, this will be a fun thing to do. And then I guess I'll play, I'll, I'll do this. And then how can I tell the story best, you know, through that? It never starts with like the character and oh, building doesn't. out. No, it, it's always like, well, let's do Great Gardens. And most of the conversation is like, well, what's the story and how are we going to shoot it? And everything like that. And it isn't really until I go in for like a wardrobe fitting that I start talking really? about like, oh, maybe she's like this or that Wait, or so whatever. Do you hear a voice? Like, do you hear a voice? Uh, like, No, a- it's usually, I'm great gardens. And this is me being just bad at my job is, or just lazy is it because of SNL, like I said, it would be like day of, they give you a thing. And great gardens, it was a, because we prep on those things were so crazy that, um, I think it was the night before that I actually watched Grey Gardens and then I was watching it and then I was like, no. and I was like, okay, so, You're so it's kind of like this. Brilliant. And then I would go up and say like, is it kind of like this? But I, what I'm saying is like, it's like you prep everything else and you get it super uh, in its place. And then so when they say action, you just can go someplace else and you just don't, you're not thinking about it because I, I'm comfortable knowing that everything is in its right place and then they say cut and usually the first thing I say is is like does that work or does that make sense <laughs> but like the less I think about it the better and I think that's why I never liked any of the stuff I did in SNL because I was overthinking it but the less you kind of think about it the like this this other thing comes out that you you don't know you're doing like I watched I remember when they showed so the first cut of Great Gardens is stuff of me like primping my hair and things. And I'm like, I don't, I didn't, I don't, there was not a conscious effort to the mannerisms and stuff. It's not a conscious effort, you know? And then, so you watch it and you go, Oh, that's good. You know Yeah, because that's because <laughs> you you're don't think about it. Uh, maybe, maybe there's like a natural absorption you have. Like yeah, maybe a, I'm playing like my weird... mom or something. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Uh, I think it runs a little bit deep. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but the, like the idea of, of being um, incredibly empathetic or something. Yeah. Like, like sort of a. Yeah, you don't want to make fun of the person. No, like she, no, like no. That character you're, and you're not yeah. because you aren't you making fun would be an ex, like a super exaggerated or overly um, 
sort of ma- like you winking at your own masculinity. Yeah, it. right. Um, but you don't do that. It's it's you convey sort of the same vulnerability. Yeah. That the the young one had. What was her name? Fuck. Little well, an little is little uh, Edie. Little Edie. Yeah. Little Edie. And yeah, Fred, we, of course, is fucking his. Yeah. Stone, was like, Go away when he's throwing the stuff at the raccoon. Go away, raccoon, and he's throwing food at it <laughs> to get it to go away. And it keeps getting closer to him. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you would have seen the outtakes from that, all we were doing was this bit. We just kept doing this bit as Obama at the base of the Capitol Records building talking about his time in Los Angeles, like him giving a speech. <laughs> and Fred and I just could not stop doing it. So we would do our take, and then the minute they would say cut, one of us would, you know, was like, went down to Venice Beach. <laughs> We're in the 60s. A band taught us that if we work hard, we can break on through to the other side. <laughs> went down to Pink's Hot Dog. <laughs> and we would just sit there the minute they would, we would do the scene. And then the crew was like, stop. And there'd be a long lull. And then Fred was like, went oh down to the God. set of Two Broke Girls. <laughs> I bet they fucking loved it. Nah, I think they got really sick of it because it just kept going on. And then in season two, midway through season two, we remembered it again. And we started doing it. And they were like, no, 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 no. No, (laughs) Not this shit. (laughs) And now, Sophia Bush. This is really exciting for me because Sim is gone. He left us alone. We're going to take over the the first time this has happened. Wait, really? Yeah. Sim is never... Like, oh my god, I feel so here. trusted. Fuck. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> it's just you and I, Sophia. Okay, yeah. so wait, will you tell me I asked you to bring something weird mm-hmm. and you were so kind that you did. I'm just gonna... And it's in a burlap sack and I don't know what it's it is. Bra- <gasps> what is it? I know is it, it could be, be a, a head. It's not. Oh. It could be a head. I it's... hope it's a head. Okay, wait, close your eyes. <gasps> okay. Wait, do I get to like hold out my hands? No. I mean, I'm just gonna put it here okay. between us. Okay. okay. Do it's I get there. to look? Yeah. <gasps> a bird nest. <laughs> it's a bird's nest it's in a, a glass box. It's a bird's nest. This is so fucking rad. And look, there's like, you can see there obviously all the little twigs and then the leaves in there. And then somewhere. I knew we were Look at that. There's like a little spirits. weird piece of cloth. I have all this kinds of odd shit. And then feathers. Yep. I, yep. Weird, see, like I see. cottony. Okay, so we. What about this? I love, I love it that you brought this. But what about this? I, I, you have to okay. come over to my weird fucking house. Oh, I would love to. I have all kinds of odd shit. You might not like me after it. So, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a symbol person. Everything for me, I get really attached to the symbolism and the meaning of things. And when we talk about the messaging girls get, there's this sort of, I think archaic thing of like when you settle down and when you do all of this then you'll nest and it's like huh but in fact there's something really special I think about taking objects from your life and building a home and for me as a person who since I was effectively a junior in college to now has been away from home to work home is the thing that I care the most about my home and my family and my community and my dogs and like home is my sacred space and I really struggle when I'm taken out of it 
And years ago, I was explaining to a friend how from the outside it might look great, but that what it felt like is, you know, when you watch that nature video and the eagle picks up the cute little animal and like carries it far, far away and then drops it in like, you know, the cliffside rocks and then it's about to be eaten. Like that sad thing is, is how I feel sometimes. I feel like I get plucked the eagle. out of my life. No, I feel like I'm the little creature. I feel like I get plucked out of my life. I, still, I and like, imagining you being like, I'm going to fucking like, take this little shit. Here we go. Drop it someplace off. That's how I feel though. I feel like I sort of get I dropped know. in a landscape that's foreign and like, yeah. am I going to survive it or not? And I've had this weird thing about birds for so long and I was on a hike um, with a friend years ago and talking about how like my home is my nest. My home is the thing that I build with like weird shit from the flea market and um, and I'm always collecting friends and they, they come over and everyone feels like my home is their home. And so many of my friends have keys to my home and like it's our gathering place. It's our, it's our safe little nest. And I'd really been thinking about why it means so much to me and how it feels different than every other place. And literally on a hike, like traipsing through the woods, um, in this area where there were all these nests up in the trees, this old, like dried out nest was on the ground. Like it, it was done. It was used. It had fallen out of a tree. It wasn't necessary anymore. And like the metaphor of it during this conversation was not lost on me. So, I wrapped it up and I brought it home and I put it in this little glass box and everyone's favorite room in my house is the den and we pile all of our friends on the couch all the time and this sits on the den coffee table and it's like that this is the center of my house is this little nest. It's it's fucking beautiful. I want you to come over and I have a, I, I, I oddly have a couple of nests. You do? I do. I have some, I have, I have other weird things, but I'm I, into the weird stuff. I, um, I, I feel you and it is fucking beautiful and we'll get a picture of it. That's what I love about sort of that segment is that pe- people bring something that, that does in our weird fucking alienated yet unbelievably privileged community that, that people find something that, um, that brings them joy Yeah, and, um, and but and this is this is fucking amazing. Thank you so much for it. Yeah, I'm just gonna take guy. it home. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I know you have a couple, but you could always Sophia, use one more. If you ever felt like doing mushrooms, which I haven't done for years, hmm. would you feel like going out to the desert and doing mushrooms with me? A hundred percent. Yes. What a Into victory! This is I'm, the best podcast ever. I'm a, a big, I'm a big believer in, in plant medicine and nature. So you know, whatever, whatever you want. Well, just wait till like it's like four, you know, thirty-two, and you're like a.m. and you're like, okay, calm down, Anna. It's gonna be okay. No, I'm it's having a vision okay. of like our very own Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, like yeah, like fabulous yeah. moment. I'll be like, fuck, Sophia, let's find another nest. Have you read Women Who Run With Wolves? No. Oh. Oh, I was going to ask you that earlier, too. That's that. But, I have a gift for you. Okay. Yeah. What, but like, uh, what was your, if you could pick one influential book, like between the ages of 13 to 16? Oh. Oh, man. I'm really trying to think about. Like, what did I, what did I love? Because my freshman year in high school was when I really started getting into literature. And I'm trying to think. 
of some of the books that really did that for me. But for some reason, I'm like harping on the book I wrote my uh, my AP essay on my senior year, but it would have been no, 17. no, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. What is it? It was Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad. Oh my God. I know. Oh fuck. Um, he's just such a good writer. Oh fuck. Um, Though the, that's a oh, yeah, boy. but but I don't know. I there were so many stories that I was so inspired by, and all of the writing of Toni Morrison, and I think probably most her when I think about things that shaped me a voice the voice of loved everyone in her view but knew the world could be better that that probably made the greatest impact on me wait which one I mean how do you pick that's hard because I don't remember what actually the first book of hers was that I even read when I was in high school but it I remember having this this moment and and begging my mom to take me. There's this bookstore in Pasadena called Romans. It's been there forever, like Romans, but with a V in the front. Um, and I I I asked if I could use my allowance money to buy every Toni Morrison book that they had. I had this like love affair with her words, and they sort of it's been a really long fucking time. They kind of jumbled together for me um, at this point, as far as the order in which I might have read them. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I was, um, what was yours? Well, it's funny because I, as I, I was asking you that question, I was realizing it's one of those questions that I really want to answer myself. You know how you ask a question yeah. and you're like, but I can't wait for my turn. I you're like, and then turn. say, and then say, what about you? What about you? <laughs> so, um, Anna, what about you? I, uh, I loved Foxfire by Joyce Carol Oates because mm. it was so fucking like it was this like girl gang in in Albany, New York, I believe. Like these poor girls that are like, but they're fucking badass, and they they beat up this misogynistic store owner, and uh, and it was like book. fed into like at the time my well, your damn the man vibe. Yeah, yep, completely. Yeah, um, and. Uh, I, what was the other one I was thinking about too? I love James Baldwin and later on in college, but, um, and who's the Southern writer? She also has three names. Sue Monk kid. No, no. She, her collection of short stories. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Probably on the way home. I'll be like, Oh, that, that, that's who it was. Three names. Um, yeah. Short, oh, fuck. Southern short it's stories. Southern. Maybe you make a Flannery O'Connor. But yes, Flannery huh? O'Connor. Okay. So I guess it wasn't three names. I guess just a few syllables in an imposter. It is many syllables. <laughs> yeah, Flannery O'Connor. Um, I liked, I I just, I was thirsty for, um, for a female perspective, as mm. I'm sure you were mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And even though it was different experiences from, I imagine what we had, that it was still like, oh yeah, this is our story, and other people are yeah. like, you know, that 
because that, that was it was always frustrating in school to be given books that were constantly from a male perspective always about the boys yeah and it's interesting because people who are not left out don't understand how anyone could feel left out right but when you realize what a Toni Morrison novel or, or a Flannery O'Connor story can do for a woman, you understand as we progress to, to making sure everyone can see themselves in storytelling, you understand movements. And, and I'll never forget years ago, I met a girl who was 11 at the time named Marley Diaz, uh, who started a campaign called 1000 black girl books because she realized there was not a book she'd read in school where the hero looked like her right and and now you know all these years later this past fall we spoke at the united state of women together and i was just like babe like you know she's in high school and she is she started this movement to make sure that young women of color are represented in the books they're reading in school and she's the personification for me of that idea that wherever it is you are in the line of success, you have to make sure you're holding open the door for women who've come before you. So if, if we can make sure that a, a Flannery novel gets into our school, we also need to make sure that not just women are represented, but women of all different kinds of heritage and are represented. And every, fucking and everybody, right? Yeah, like everybody. everybody, everybody. And because that's how you teach empathy, I think. I at least, I mean, I guess a person who self-describes as empathetic is yeah. probably not that empathetic as I look around the room nervously. <laughs> but but, no. but but no but 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 literature is it's so to me it's been such a a good lesson in acting and like in in mm. and how we relate because it, it forces your imagination to just just you know just like and fucking to kill a mockingbird and fucking to kill a mockingbird you know Atticus was like got to step <laughs> in somebody else's shoes <laughs> God. What the fuck is wrong with me? No, I'm I think so it's great. Noxious. You drop in it so easily. It's really fun. <laughs> it is. Because as a person who predominantly has worked in drama, I mean, whatever all this means, the quotes of like drama, comedy, like performance is performance. But as a, as a person who has been more sort of stringently tied to the rules in my jobs. I get right. so excited when, right. when people who do so much comedy just play more readily. But I feel the opposite as well. I envy, really? yes, I envy the um, being able to um, access, be, being able to express emotions that are that are you know less silly, um, and mm. and and you know th- those moments where I I feel like oh I get to I get to experience a character's pain. And mm. I, I want that it heals something in me as well. Mm. So, um, but that's I don't so know. interesting. We all we all want to try on the hats we don't wear every day. I guess. Yeah. Mm. Having said that, I don't know if I want to be a bus driver in Los Angeles. Right. That because feels like that a real stressful like, job. That feels like the hardest fucking job. Yeah. Fuck. I can't imagine it. How do they not like just honk all the time? By the way, since I'm on a honking binge here tangent, don't you think there should be two different honks? 
Yes. There should be like a, like a friendly, like toot toot. Like watch like, out. Well, or no, like no, a, that, that get one, the uh, fuck out of right. my, what are you or, doing? Or there's you know? like a toot toot, like quit texting the light screen, boop boop. Or like a, uh, like you're about to fucking hit me, you dick. Yeah. Like you're about or, to cause damage to life or like, hey, or just like, be aware. Hey, Will Ferrell, I know you. <laughs> 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 see that i would be too scared because i feel like be a celebrity honk no i'm advocating i'm going no. to sacramento i'm advocating no. for a celebrity honk no because i feel yep. like even if i did that if i was yep. like what's it's up will ferrell i know Sophia you honk. he'd be like who is that i'm gonna cruise girl? by your place and i'd be like you know what i actually think we need in addition to two honks i genuinely believe we need two turn signals because there needs to be a u-turn turn signal like a little upside down arc shaped thing so that when you are at a light and you're actually going to make a u-turn the person once you're starting to turn who's in the in the perpendicular lane to you doesn't try to kill you the second their light turns green and you're still moving through their intersection Sophia, they just they need to know you shouldn't be making u-turns i don't know are you i don't make, been scenting all i don't the make time? illegal u-turns <laughs> okay because i would argue that there should be a tiny yellow light that indicates that you're following somebody that you guys are oh. like like all going to a party together right and yeah because so you can't like, do the divide us, you can't do okay? your flashers <laughs> like your emergency flashers because that's a funeral procession right. and if you're not actually in a funeral procession procession and you're using that we found our cause dick. yeah we, let's go let's go let's make the Fuck signals Sacramento. on cars way let's more complicated dc great i'm ready we'll just go campaign on the hill for this shit this feels like the most important issue of our time beep beep oh little 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 sophia excuse me i'm not turning left i'm making a u-turn excuse me <laughs> and now Macaulay Culkin. Can we do a little? You want to role play? I do. No, I do. Okay. no you I do. I, I was just joking. <laughs> Anna loves to role play. If you don't feel comfortable with it, I don't. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, like, I, I okay. I'm... Have you done any of like online dating stuff? Don't. No, I haven't. Okay, I, I, I haven't either. Okay. But can we pretend to do it? <laughs> okay, let's let, let's swipe okay. right. Okay, <laughs> so we're me, Sim. Okay, we're, so right we're, now, okay, yeah. so you both you both are at actually the same bar, and you discover that you both swipe right, and you're sitting kind of at the same bar already. Oh, we're, of we haven't planned it. No, no, no. You're actually at the bar having a drink, and you notice, and you and you notice, like you know, you know how it has like are a geo. Are we celebrities? Do you want to play yourselves? Do you want to play some? No, I want to play somebody different. All right, who do you, you want to play? Uh, I want to be somebody who, um, like we've already prearranged this oh you just want to meet on like a like, like an actual yeah. blind so, date is this a blind date we've never met do you want yeah. mac to play himself can i talk like this oh hey i saw you at the bar no <laughs> can, can i buy you a drink <laughs> nice shoes can i take you home hang on you're getting ahead of me <laughs> you're know. winning already and it's annoying <laughs> mate. Yeah, all right all right <laughs> so, um, hey. no 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 okay what you're you single yeah We've uh, done the thing, the we, bumbly yeah, we, yeah, or we, whatever, the magi or whatever. <laughs> we bum we bumbled into this. Sim, what's a good one that we're Tinder or Bumble? That's one of those two. Why don't you just meet at like um, at the den on Sunset, like a casual bar? Shaz. 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 How do you spell it? S C H A A A A Z. How many A's? Well, that's like Zizix Road. <laughs> oh, on the, on the way to Vegas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, oh, hello. Wait, so wait, wait, I'm here first. No, you're here. Are you here first? Wait, you're here first. Oh, hey, are you Carmen Sita? Hi. Hi, yes, you I can, I can recognize you. I am, I am. Hey, it's really nice to meet I you. I recognized you from the carnation. Oh, my God. That you, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm so glad. it's really yeah. nice to meet you. Well, um, so? This is crazy. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've never done this before. Me neither. I know, I know. Um, so, um, should we like, how'd you, order how'd, something? Or, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, do they have pancakes? Well, it's a tapas bar, I think. So they, they probably have, have the tiny little tiny ones. Tiny pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so they what put you... little eggs on them, I think. Pancakes like, or tiny waffles? Tiny little fish eggs. Um, okay, I, well, I don't know if I'm in the mood for breakfast. No, I'm just saying. Like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get to know you. Pancakes or waffles? Boxes oh. or briefs? Oh. See? Waffles mm-hmm. and briefs. Uh, there you go. There you what go. about you? <laughs> Both. Waffles. All the time. Oh Waffle. my god. Yep, yep. That's what You're I do. Funny. I double down. You're funny. I'm wearing boxes and briefs right now. Both at yep. the same time. Yep. That's weird. Uh huh. Maybe I can cook you some briefs later for breakfast. <laughs> you make food out of cloth. Yes. It's actually yes. Uh, that's that's kind of um. It's a family uh, uh, business. Food out of cloth. Yes. It's super resourceful. Like I how? know, right? Yeah. It's it. I am in the edible underwear business. Uh, I know it's really weird. I mean, it's like no, it's usually, no, usually, usually I tell women that I write children's books just to like you know like break the ice. So you have done this before? Well, no, just I've been on a date before, yes, but no, I've never used this website, uh, Bumble and Bumble. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. So, oh, that's kind of crazy. So tell me about like sauteing cotton. Well, it, it's not necessarily cotton per se. It's kind of more like wonton chips. Uh-huh. Some kind of some kind of like wonton esque adjacent kind of thing. I can get fruity with it if you want some fruit on your junk. I can. I, I can don't do that for like you. anything that produces seed. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, so like you like ham. You want ham underwear? Of course. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yamon. Oh. You know, See, this is. I think this is going sure. well. I think this is going well. Me yeah. Too. Yeah. Me too. Should we order a drink? Do you want to order a drink? Yeah. Hi. Can I take your order? Hey, what's your name? I'm Marco. Hey, Marco. What's Hi, up? Hi, Marco. Hi. How are you? I I'm recognize Caleb. you. I'm Caleb. Oh, yeah? Oh, I mean, I've, I've been here before. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's probably why. Marco. Yes. Be cool. Be cool. I be do cool. own the joint. Yes. Don't. <laughs> what can I do for you? Um, I would love a cherry, cherry, cherry tequila bomb. Cherry, cherry, cherry tequila bomb for you and for you, sir? Same. Same. Coming right so up. much in right. Oh, my God. Oh. Now, what are your feelings on fist bumps? Like, um, did I like it when Michelle and Obama did it? Yes. Um, did I like it when the New Yorker had it on their cover? I'm not sure because it was very controversial. But if you want to do it right now, about, I would be open. How do you feel about, we can just say fist bump, but not actually fist bump? So like whenever we agree on something, I'll just turn to you and go, fist bump? Why? Are you, you kind go, of a germaphobe? I mean, well, no. You don't want to like <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I, if I can Howie Mandel it, let's do it. Boom. <laughs> All right, there you go. Look at that. Cool. I think I think this is going well. I think hey, this is going well. What's your sign? Me? Yeah. It's a yield. Yeah, I know. I also like mile markers as well. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's cool. What's your sign? So you like your cautionary? Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I like knowing distances. Like you don't want to move too fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. And also, I like you know, I like I like how far I'm going. I like I like the mile markers. <laughs> what about you? What's your favorite sign? Oh, oh, God. Um, oh, stop. In the name 
of love before you break my heart. I also, this is so you, it's like a, so you like, like supreme a, signs. Yeah. Yes. Well, got you. <laughs> it's such a like it's yeah. a childhood fantasy, but Ooh. I <laughs> I always wanted to you know be a singer. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you could choose between any singer, what kind of singer would you be? Well, like what like like you could be like Lady Gaga, you could be Kesha, you could be Madonna, you could be Diana Ross. Who, who would you Who would you be? Who would you embody? Mm, I would be me. Where are those drinks, by the way? They're right here. Uh, oh, 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 wow. Okay. Whew. And I would do sort of a hip-hop version of Annie. Dig it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. The sun come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I feel like you are not getting me. No, I'm in. Are you kidding me? I'm in. I here, like cheers. cheers. Your friends might be around here and... Cheers. You aren't really I, I understanding ch- I a, who I am. I have a cherry, what do you cherry, cherry do? drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes, cheers. Oh, so good. Right? All right. Mm-hmm. Mm, I've never had one of these before. This is this is Lish. They're delicious, yeah, right? Marco this, makes the best. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, Lish. Mm. Mm. What do you mm, want to do when cherry. you grow up? Um, when I grow up, I want to make edible underwear. See, I'm living the dream right now. Seedless. <laughs> but where's the market? Uh, well, it's people who usually wear uh, stuff under their clothing. I think that that's kind of what, what I'm directing. So at. is it for so like, like strictly fans. lovers or for family members? <laughs> um, no, I, I deal exclusively with my own family members. <laughs> Just cousins, aunts, uncles. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like hey, uh, hey, Uncle Bob. <laughs> Happy Father's Day! Happy, happy Uncle's Day! Here you go. Here, I made this out of wonton and ham. Here you go. So. But nephew, <laughs> who will eat this? That is, that is that is. You cannot expect Aunt Cherie to go down on me again. <laughs> no, you know what, Uncle Bob? I'm going to set you up in this new dating site. It's called Bumble and Bumble. And um, we're, I'll, uh, you can find somebody really easy. It's cool. Oh, I, Aunt Cherie will never have that. Are you? We gotta go to TGIF. <laughs> my underwear. Um, okay, now. Yeah, right. I think you, we did you guys had, you guys had great chemistry. And scene. And, and now, Billy Eichner. I wanted to revisit this character that I used to play early on in the podcast. <laughs> um, she's a YouTube sensation. <laughs> Yeah. And she does like brief celebrity interviews. Uh-huh. I love it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Hey everyone, it's Kelly Fantastic. I have over 170 million followers over 18 different social media platforms and I'm super excited to um be talking today with um Billy Eichner. Billy, you grew up in New York City. Yeah. Yes, Kelly. Did, was what was it like, like writing the subways and stuff? Oh, it was great. Yeah, I was. Um, Are you good at it? Like, do you have like the thing, like the fast? I don't know. Fast, I don't know. But yeah, go on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the subways were great. That's a very efficient way of traveling. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's underground, like a mole or something. My brother once caught a baby mole and it was, I don't know, we wanted to keep it as a pet, but then we ended up letting it go. Um, so <laughs> cool what's story. your sign, Billy? 
Sorry? What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. A Virgo. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's really cool. So what does that mean to you? <laughs> I guess I'm supposed to be like anal or something, but I'm I'm not like about my stuff. Like what does that mean? You know, like neat. Very neat. Neat and tidy. Neat and tidy, yeah. Are you sleep but you're not? I'm not really, no. Are you like the kind of person that has like like stacks and stacks and stacks of like toilet paper and like paper towels and Yes. Yeah. And like yeah. um wet wipes and Yeah, I love a wet wipe. For yeah. the anal Well no not well, it could be used for that, I guess. <laughs> I, I haven't used it for that. That's. I mean, I. I don't know. You're not supposed to put it on the toilet, but it actually. I. Th- I find them pretty handy when you know I have to like be at work or something. So you're single, is that right? Yeah. That's really cool. When you go to people like on the street, you're kind of loud to them and you surprise them. Like what is going through your head? Um, I, um, are you okay, Kelly? Kelly. Kelly? Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm cool. Yeah. Um, what's going through my head is I'm basically just trying to remember what I'm going to ask them. If they stop, is and that talk hard to for me. you to remember? Sometimes, Sometimes hard there's a lot me. going on in my head. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Is there? Yeah, it's oh. weird. Because sometimes I forget too. When even when like I'm doing these interviews, like sometimes it is kind of hard to remember exactly what I'm supposed to say. Right. When did you lose your virginity? Oh wow! It depends what kind of virginity you're talking about. And oh, I'm not gonna discuss that. I'm just saving that for. You know, like Anderson Cooper or something. <laughs> I don't mean like the act. I mean the story. Uh, oh. <laughs> You're bad. I mean, do you know that I have over 180 million followers over 17 different social media platforms? That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I don't want to like brag about it. Um, <laughs> I, okay. So I wanted to tell you something though. Yeah. I had a parakeet when I was little. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then my dad accidentally let it go and it flew up into the maple tree and we couldn't get it down for a really long time. And then I tripped over the front step and I had to go get stitches. Wow. That sucks. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. It was really Sounds weird. Sounds weird. Yeah, it was weird. What about your first stitches experience? I um, banged my head on the, on, uh, the ceiling in high school. And how to get stitches in my head. Because you're really tall. Were you wearing stilts? Was that during like, your well, stilt walking days? Stilts if I, I was just, already really tall. Like why did the ceiling in your I head? Jumped I, mean, up you're and tall, I jumped up and you hit it. I jumped up and hit it. jumped like yeah. I was celebrating. Of, like, getting what the lead in Music Man. Or no, what? losing my anal sex virginity. <laughs> 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 Ended up bleeding in two spots as it turned out. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, Billy. Yeah, really great to meet you, Kelly. (laughs) And now, out of her bone. We're going to do a little segment called Would You Swipe Right? Okay. Contortionist for Cirque du Soleil. Right. No elaboration. You just like a contortionist. (laughs) All right. Have you been to Cirque du Soleil? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, everybody's fucking jacked out of their mind. Yeah, but that, that for me personally. Aesthetically. Aesthetically, all right, but I don't know if I. What's I your t- my what my my type type is um, cute nerd. 
I die for a cute nerd. Did you see Michael Sherman over there? Don't I know. But nothing. <laughs> He's a cute nerd. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. <laughs> um, okay, so, all right. Uh, but yeah, but like, I mean, swipe right. That just means like, it doesn't have to be long term. No, no. UFC fighter? Left. Okay. Raw food caterer? <laughs> I think left. Okay. Someone dealing with salmonella? Why? On the daily? Good call. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. Uh, parking enforcement officer. Oh, left. Why? He's just trying to make a living. Come on. That's higher up than magician. No. Yeah. No way. No way. No way. It's equal to. No way. I guess it's sort of, it's one of those jobs that has to be done, I guess, right? I think that, you know, it has to be done, but also I, I like, Isn't the magician I, I just trying to do his job too? You feel passion. Com- compassion. Oh, compassion. Yeah. For parking enforcement people. Mm-hmm. Because they, yeah, it, it can't feel great to be going around making people feel miserable. I think some of them feel great. But magicians feel great <laughs> about making people feel miserable. All night long, they're, get, they're up at two in the morning. Like if you've gone to see like David Blaine or some shit or whatever, you're like, what the fuck, honey? Like how did, how did that shit happen? How did that happen? Did we get duped? We got duped. I paid fucking 250 bucks for these tickets and we got fucking duped. How did it happen? And it's like, that's going to torment you for the rest of your life until you get dementia. And, and forget. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> I don't know why I hate David Blaine. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times someone has told me that, specifically about David Blaine. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. <laughs> um, okay, he owns a... Do you know... I'm what? so sorry. Yeah, yeah. I um, had a fifth birthday party at a Wegmans. Do you know what a Wegmans is? No. It's like um, like a Bristol Farms. Okay. You had a fifth birthday party. Yeah, at a Bristol Farms. Okay. Like at a grocery store. Okay. I'm from a small town and I had a magician at my birthday party. And I vividly remember that like somebody was on a plank and had the hoop around them. And I recently talked about this that I was like, I still don't know how that happened. Yeah. It's, it's, so I do. Yeah. I now I Thank like, you. yes, it's like, you know, like you don't realize the memory is awful until you've blocked it out for. Yes. Listen, 23 I, years. I have a lot of the professions, but athlete is number two. Well, actually, in a sort of revised um, unemployed video game designer to number one, 
then magician, then I mean, if they're unemployed, are they really a video game designer? Right. (laughs) Yeah. The self-describer. Yeah. Uh, Number four was chef. Anyway. Oh, you wouldn't do a chef? No. I would in a heartbeat. Why? Food. I mean, I wouldn't date like a sous chef, like at a Perkins or something. I have a whole thing. (laughs) Okay. Here's the thing. They come home at like 3.30 in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's a stressful, sweaty job. So the pores don't always smell great. Not that mine do, but theirs don't necessarily. They don't want to cook for you. And also, Mm. I think having had no experience with this whatsoever, just um, watching the Gordon Ramsay show... And Master Chef Genius. Hell's yeah. Kitchen. The chefs have a hard time leaving their temper at the workplace. I don't like that. I don't like the cultivating of anger because I think that it's hard for people to leave that behind. So then they're going to bring it home. Like, what the fuck, man? You want me to make you like fucking filet right now? Fuck that noise. And it's like, you just suck my dick. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And <laughs> <laughs> get off my case. <laughs> Why am I dating you anyway? You're never around. I gotta get up in three hours. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Who do you want to date? The Sarah? only no, the only person is um <laughs> a woodworker. A carpenter? No. Like a cobbler? A person who just makes canoes out of like raw wood that uh-huh. they found in, you know, Brazil when they were in the Peace Corps. And um, and it's just a, like alone and silent all day long, you know, like Kevin Costner message. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're just wistfully dreaming of me of <laughs> right. all day long. <laughs> I think you'll find it. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So wait. Um. Oh, wait, should we move on to deal breakers or no? You want to go to calls or do you want to do deal breakers Let's now? Do How much couple, time do you have? Are you yeah. good on time? Yeah, I'm fine. Do whatever you want. I have to Anna. see my CPA after this because I did something oh. wrong. Ooh, ooh, I have to God, sign that sounds something. miserable. No, it's fine. She's really cute. She gave me lunch the last time I went there. Oh, that's nice. She's adorable. I walked in and she said, I'm so sorry you have to come here. I'm like, are you? And she's like, I brought you lunch. Oh. She's adorable. I love going there. You don't have to docu-sign? I do something. I don't know. Like, I'm really bad with my emails and oh. everything. Did you see, like, the look of connection that I just gave you? Are you awful? I don't reply to text messages ever. <gasps> I love it that you say that. My mom just got kind of mad at me the other day. Everyone yeah. gets mad Everyone, at me. Yeah. I, I'm good at calling people, though. Because it's like you want to dedicate your time. Yeah, and that's when why I won't it, start a text yeah. conversation. Yeah. I know. I'm. Uh, you You are one of the few. I know. Anna's the same. She won't get into text conversations at all i will not do it i refuse i do want to ask you later on maybe about the athlete conversation because i have my own theory about that okay well no now i have to go into it right (laughs) okay athletes it's not just sort of like like if you're dating a professional athlete outside of like an individual sport Mm -hmm. like you know there's the idea that there's a lot of infidelity which is true in our profession as well um but that more that um, it's really hard to be a support, constant support system for somebody. Like, oh, I'm so, you know, and especially as athletes age and um, like that burden would be very hard for me 
maybe some people it's, you know, the right fit. But for me, it would be really hard to be like, it's okay that you lost. Like j- just sort of champion the, the I, I guess sort of dealing with the, the moods and the high stakes and, you know, an aging body potentially. You're talking about an older athlete, not a young gun. I guess I guess I am. <laughs> I I am forty one. <laughs> you were the one who said earlier you're like, you that you go to like the Olympics and you're like, who's dying out here? Well, yeah, but that's the thing. But <laughs> who's old? You, 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 you. <laughs> but you were the one who said that athletes are not great to date. Well, here is my reasoning. I think being an athlete, you need to be incredibly selfish. Like the best athletes are incredibly selfish and you have to think of yourself first. So if there's things that are going on in your friends' lives and like they need you, you need to take that step and be like, I can't help you right now because like I need to make sure I'm resting and focusing on what I need to do. Or if something comes up, you have to drop something and go see that doctor or go see that therapist. And like your whole world revolves around what you need to do. Have you had to tell your friends and family this? of that I'm need to be selfish. Yeah. Yeah. I think like people along the lot, like along the way, um, would be Mom, like, dad, listen here, brothers, <laughs> sisters, cousins, <laughs> neighbors, <laughs> former friends, <laughs> former neighbors. <laughs> um, I think that like, I've had really incredible people who have come into my life and who've told me to be selfish. And I, I'm a really like, I try to be like a really giving person to a fault sometimes where like I'll do too, too much for somebody. And, um, it took like a lot of strength to be like, I can't do that and just say no. And it was just me focusing on what I needed to do. Yeah. And I think like dating an athlete, it's like whatever they do has to come first. And like, no matter what, you will always be not a priority. And it's not because like you're not good enough. It's just because like they can't have it any other way or they won't be excellent at their job. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And um, I like to think that being an actor is exactly the same way. <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it is. And I think that the one difference is like being, I think like acting and doing things that involve like so much emotion it's so draining and you need to be there like 100% and you need to like put all the work in. You need to like be present to like perform on, on the day that you're supposed to go to work. And, um, I think like in my sport, it was a lot the same. The only difference was that like, if I felt tired, I also would be awful. Yeah. Yep. And it was just like, if you're, you know, like, Oh, my like left leg is a little sore. And then you'd go out there and all of your like jumps and spins would be like, <laughs> we fucking hate you now. And you'd be like, oh my God, I can't do anything. Yeah. You, and I love it that when you talked earlier about like having a group of people that protected you uh, and understood that idea mm-hmm. that you have to, you know, be take, you have to be insular mm-hmm. and you can't sort of, you know. It's it's incredibly difficult to cater to everybody's whims when they're living different lives, very, very different lives. Mm-hmm. On the first date, he says, if I was an animal, I'd be a giraffe. Out of here. Why? Why a giraffe? I don't tell you why. <laughs> I'm dying to know. 
First of all, I'm a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always been kind of tall. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I and like, I like the little pom-poms on the head. And... <laughs> Their ears? Not... No, not the ears. Have you seen a draft before? They got the ears and the pom-poms. Do they have pom-poms? They have pom-poms. I like the spots. I like uh, the long gait. Why? What's the problem with the fucking draft, dude? <laughs> what the fuck would you be? Oh, my God. How would okay, you if judge I, my fucking giraffe? If I, giraffe. It's just such an odd choice. In, Why? In this immediate. What the fuck? If I was an animal, in my mind, you know, like you want to be like the bald eagle. Or like you want to be like a, a a lion, but I know in reality I'm gonna I'm probably some I'm probably like like an aardvark or something awful. I don't even know really what an aardvark is. It Isn't feels it? like it's like a version of platypus, but I don't know. I think it's in the family. Is it? No, there's platypus. They don't they don't have any family. Platypi. <laughs> they died in the war. Yeah, they're an anomaly. <laughs> No, come on, an aardvark, come on, what would you be? If I, I think if I was an animal, I think I'd be something like fun and... Like what, a flamingo? Like kind of on, oddly ornery? Like you think they're all cute because they're pink and they're standing on one leg, but they're uh, suddenly like pecking at you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I would be like a swan. Because the, oh, like beautiful on the outside. Beautiful, on, but a little ornery. Surprisingly but then, fussy. yeah. But I'm not really that fussy. No, I don't think you are either. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If I, I I need to think about this. Okay. Well, should we get back are to Are you a the... giraffe? No. <laughs> no. You were quick to defend. Well, I just wanted to be a weird dude. But... Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I probably feel like... I would like to think of myself... As like a, I don't know, a swallow or something like they could dart around and fly, whatever. But probably what I am is like a Shetland pony, like a little rotund and grumpy and cute, but stompy, <laughs> you know, a little argumentative, but you wouldn't expect it. Right. Yeah. But you're like, but they're so cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been short on my life, you fucking dick. <laughs> Yeah, I need to think about it. I oh, know come I, on. I know I would pick I know if I think about it, I I think I wanna I wanna be something like learned. Like learned? Yeah. Like an animal that's educated. <laughs> what? I, I feel like it's gotta be something kind of cute. Uh, but that's a fucking mess. Maybe you know, an orca. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. You know, you look beautiful, but you know, you're kind of gnarly. Yeah, you know, like that's you're it. chomping on seals and mm-hmm. other baby whales. Yeah, but you're sort of loyal, you know. Sorta. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Jeez. But I don't know. Do you want water or air or land? I would like air, but it's all I've known. Maybe I don't know. I kind of feel like you're more cat. You're, you, I feel like you are panthery. I uh, yeah. I feel like you're yeah. You might be like you might be a lion. Maybe. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm my dream animal. Do you yeah. know, I, I'm afraid of birds. And I w- always want, like, I think of like, oh, what would I be? Like, I always uh, go to bird first, but I'm like, no, nah, I don't like birds. Why, why are you afraid of birds? They move too quickly. <laughs> okay, but so what, was there early childhood trauma? One time I went to the Jersey ah, Shore. It was, yes. Yeah. I went to the Jersey Shore 
because um, we're East Coasters originally. Now I'm like West Coast. I know. Well, I know. I felt like that was a little bit of a dig, but not really. But sort of. It was anyway, sort whatever. Of, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, because you don't say that. Anyway, no, I don't we'll, say we'll, that. We'll, we'll digress later. But. Okay. Okay. So, so I, so Jersey you're, Shore. You're at the Jersey Shore. You're nine years old. I'm having a funnel cake. A funnel cake. Mm-hmm. Your parents finally bought you a funnel cake, or they were like, "Here's, you know, a dollar fifty. Go buy whatever you'd like, you know." And you were like. I'm not getting a hot dog. I'm getting a funnel cake today. I only get a funnel cake once a year. And you're like, I'm waiting in line for this funnel cake. They make this hot piping funnel cake covered mm-hmm. in powdered sugar. And you're like, yes, I never get sweets. This is going to be awesome. Right. I'm having I'm the gonna best wait day of to- my life. <laughs> you're having the best day of your life. I'm going to wait. It's too hot to eat right now. Oh, I'll burn my tongue just a little bit. Okay. I'm going to take it down to the beach. Join everybody else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe your parents didn't leave you alone at nine. Who knows? <laughs> You're down at the beach. Right. And, and my mom says, oh, Adam, come here. Can you help me with this? And I say, yeah. I put the funnel cake down. Why would you do that? Because I'm nine and from Pennsylvania. But this is your funnel cake. But I was just letting it rest. Oh, <laughs> what? You were not prepared for the real world. No, I wasn't. For New Jersey. I put down my funnel cake. Yeah. I go to help my mom and my, and I put it down next to like one of my younger siblings who was like, I'm going to have a piece of it. And I was like, sure. That's nice of you. I wouldn't have done that. So they have one piece. And then all of a sudden, maybe at least 3000 seagulls come and start attacking our whole family and our funnel cake. And I had gotten a funnel cake and one of my other siblings got a funnel cake. So they were holding theirs. All the seagulls came they dropped theirs on the sand. All of these seagulls were eating both funnel cakes and like flapping and like we were getting hit by the flaps of the wings. I got it was terrifying. Seagull bit. Yeah. You were it, bit? It, well, it didn't really break skin. It sounds more dramatic, but but it was seagulls, man. That's where fucking Al- Alfred Hitchcock, he like predicted the future. They're going to take over this shit. I think I'm so afraid of birds. Like I have, I just don't, I can't, I can't do that. All right. But you don't wish you could fly? I do. I want, I want all of the qualities of a bird except for being disgusting. Yeah. Like little, like little mites crawling all over you. Yeah. Or like moving your head too fast or. mm -hmm. Having sort of waterproof feathers so nothing can ever like actually penetrate. It means like that's a, you know. That's Good a eight gr- years of bird grease. Grime. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sim, are you a bird man? Not at all. I'm, I'm actually afraid of birds as yeah. well. I completely agree with everything you're saying. But I love a lot about them. Like, I think they're beautiful. I love to hear them, but get the fuck away from me. Well, but don't you think it's also, I know I'm rambling on, but it's also because we don't have that power that there's like, oh, those fuckers are going to shit on me. It's like the, the sort of the fear of the unknown a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. like they like even a little bird has the power to shit on me. <laughs> Everyone has the power to shit on you. What <laughs> did you just say? Adam, get the fuck out of my dressing <laughs> You are not shitting on me today, sir. Again. <sighs> you may be a medalist. <laughs> Your fucking plastic coated p- 
apartment. <laughs> South Korea. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Eat your Doritos. And now, Adam Scott. Our guest today is Adam Scott, and he's so fucking brilliant. And he also weirdly looks like Tom Cruise right now. <laughs> Um, although he's not staring at me intensely in the eyes as though I wish he would. I will take it and I will stare at you intensely in the eyes like Tom Cruise. Oh, you just shifted. You did for a second. Yeah. Okay, now we're doing it. Anna, I just want to tell you Okay, it's Anna. This is great. I wouldn't say I wouldn't no, but correct Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise would I call you Anna. You're so right. And I wouldn't correct him. I know to call you Anna, not okay. Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anna? Yeah. I love your work. Thank you. I love making movies. Yeah, I know. And I love stunts. <laughs> well, you're really good at them, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> Not necessary so for you good. to compliment me, but I, I accept. Oh, good, good, good. Let's go. Oh, okay. Let's Wait, do it. Uh, oh, Come on. Oh, well, oh, geez. Um, am I a little old for you or Tom? I don't, I, I don't think of, of, of age in terms of years. Oh. Age has to do with experience. Uh-huh. And with going to the limit and doing it. I love going to the limit. Let's go. Let's do it. But where, where's the limit, though? The limit is where you put it. <sighs> what about the atmosphere? The atmosphere is where the ceiling is, and the ceiling does not exist. Oh, God, you're so smart. Thank you. Tom. God, you're so, you have so much charisma. Tom Cruise. So fucking cool. Indeed. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to swear in front of you, Tom. That's fine. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I yeah. swore in Magnolia. Hey, is it true that you um that you like to take dates on private planes to Rome? I take dates wherever the date wants to go. If it's a private plane, great. If it's the top of the Eiffel Tower, uh-huh. great. Oh gosh, that's amazing. The world is ours. Is there any way that um I could ask you out on a date and Yeah, I thought that's what this was. A, uh, well, uh, where where would you like? Just Anna. Uh, yep. This is a date. Uh, where where are we gonna go? We're here. Y- you mean fucking Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers. But before you know it, we'll be anywhere you want to be. It's all in the mind. Oh boy. Um. Okay. It's all in the mind. I've always wanted to see those small um, ponies in Magnolia, Mongolia. Ha, sure. Mongolia. Close your eyes. Yep. See the small pony. Uh-huh. See Mongolia. Mm-hmm. Open your eyes. Yurt. Exactly. tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Tom. It, um, does it feel, yeah. Uh, yes. I, I have to tell you, uh, I'm 40. Indeed. I know the age doesn't, it's not a construct for, for you. It is a construct. That I don't pay attention to. I love that. That is so. I don't sexy. acknowledge it. Uh-huh. I'm Tom Cruise. <sighs> so cool. How? Um, so, being raised in the Cruise family. Yes. Um, was everyone sort of a fan of, you know, momentum, Mine? or momentum, focus, and laser focus. <laughs> Big fans. <laughs> Charging ahead, making it count. Making what count? Everything. Like each step is a step towards 
the counting of further steps in your future. Let's go. <clears throat> okay, um, Tom, but how would you, like, to our listeners, what advice would you give for them to, like, succeed, you know, like you have? The horizon mm-hmm. is behind you. Uh, the sun, you mean the sunrise part or the, the horizon uh-huh. is what you make it and it's behind you. I see. I see. I think I see. So does that make sense? Like it, it does. But does that mean that like conflict is conflict is, you know what conflict is? Conflict is something that you see if you want to see it and you swerve and you avoid it, and it's gone. Conflict, again, is an abstract apparition. Okay. It's in the mind. Okay, um, not to be like, you, you, you know. Seems like you're not following. Devil's advocate. <laughs> sure. Um, what do you think about, I don't know, global warming? I mean, do you believe that? In global warming? Yeah, I guess that's my question. I know this isn't a hard-hitting Absolutely, interview, Tom, Anna. but... I feel like... It's Anna, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like um, global warming, again, A, right? A, con... Str- uh, c- that's right, a construct. <laughs> and... If you acknowledge it, it's there. If you don't acknowledge it, it's not there. It's in your um, mind. Can I ask you, Tom? Yeah. Um, do you, or Mr. Cruz, whatever you prefer. I don't know. Whatever but, you prefer. It's okay. all in your mind. Um, what What do you believe exists? Exists? Yes. What exists? Movies? Uh, yeah. Things that go really fast. Like cars and, and jets? And movies that go really fast. <laughs> um, Tom, do you believe in love? Yes. I love that moves quickly from one place to another. Um, t- hey, t- Tom, do you um, like Moscow? I love Moscow on the Hudson starring Robin Williams. Terrific movie. Moved very fast. Big fan. Um, do, do you like Australia? The movie Australia starring Hugh Jackman and Nicole Kidman. Big fan. Boz Lerman. Brilliant filmmaker. Moved very fast. Uh, hey, uh, so what's your favorite animal then? Animal starring Rob Schneider. 2001. <laughs> terrific movie. Very talented man. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, Tom, what's your sign again? Do you, I don't know. Signs starring Mel Gibson <laughs> and Joaquin Phoenix. 2002, terrific movie. Loved it. Moved very fast. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Tom, what's your... Favorite restaurant? Restaurant. Uh, starring Ryan Reynolds. And was there... <laughs> was there a movie? And Anna Ferris. Terrific Wait, movie. Waiting? Waiting. Starring Ryan Reynolds and Anna Ferris. 2000... Uh, hey, two? Um, Tom. 2000... 2003. Tom, that's me. I'm yeah. Anna. You, you've been calling me Anna, and I didn't want to correct oh, I you. Thought, I thought it was two different people. Big, those two different people. No, but. no, no. And thank you so much for being here on my podcast. It's truly thank humbling. Thank you, Anna. It's, it is. It's humbling. Can you um, think of an, uh, the name of a movie that starts with an H? No. <laughs> you, Anna, you'd have to give me more than that. Um, Tom, what is like, what, what's the thing that you... Yeah love most about movie making i love the power when you're in front of the camera there's you you feel it it's magic the moment that camera turns on everything matters because you're spending time you're spending money everything matters got to be sharp laser focus let's go (laughs) okay but tom (laughs) but, but tom let's say in you know 200,000 years from now. Yeah. Um, will movies matter? Absolutely. 200,000 years from now, everything will matter, just as everything matters now. It's equal. It's a flat plane that we're moving on. So everything do you believe matters. in time? I believe in time. I believe in time. And I believe in time after time, starring Christopher Reeve <laughs> from 1981. <laughs> Um, terrific movie. <laughs> so, Tom, what what are the movies that have influenced influenced you? I am influenced by every single movie ever made. They're all terrific. <laughs> <laughs> Give us like maybe three of your tops. Yeah, my my favorite movie um, of all time. Yeah, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. I'm a, <laughs> as, as you can tell, I'm a big Rob Schneider fan. Deuce Bigelow, ma- Male Gigolo. Second, second favorite. Very funny. Very, very funny. I'm a big fan of jokes. This movie is packed full of jokes. Um, I don't know if you know this, but they made a sequel to that movie. Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo 2. It's a part two. Oh. European Gigolo. That's exactly what I meant. um, I'm never wrong. But wait, Tom, yeah. what is your, I have two, two more questions yeah. for you. Thank you so much for your time, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you. You are, you're just incredible. It's, it's a huge honor to have you. It's here. an honor to be here, Anna. Um, they, thank you for saying my yeah. name. Yeah, well, you. now it, it's all been corrected. I, I had you split into two different people who looked exactly the same and had the same career. <laughs> have you ever focused so hard that it just, <laughs> you're, you're, your plasma television exploded just by looking at it. 
I well, I, no, I, I me neither. But I think that you probably could. I could if I really, you know, I think anyone if they set their mind to it, they could make anything explode with their mind. And now Heather Graham. Would you mind doing a little bit of an improv thing? Sure. Okay. Yeah. You're on the red carpet. Okay. I'm sorry. Are you an interviewer? Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Heather. Hey, Heather. 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 Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for stopping by. Beige, it's so good to see you. Oh my gosh. Who are you wearing? Oh, tonight. Oh, this is just Ryan. But, um, but, uh, who are you wearing? That's more important. Uh, I'm wearing, um, Reformation. Oh my gosh. That looks incredible. So Mm -hmm. congratulations on everything. Thank you. I mean, you're a writer, you're a director, Mm -hmm. you're an actress. Um, you've been around for a long, long, long time. (laughs) Fuck off, beige. A very, very long time, Heather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to um, tell us about any of the work that you've had done? Um, you know, I haven't had any done yet, but I might get some done. But oh. you've obviously had a lot done, oh, beige. Oh, well. <laughs> and how do you I'm hoping feel? not to have the really fake look that you've got going on. Well, no. <laughs> you do and you don't. <laughs> um, but So wait, Heather, I have a question to ask you. How do you feel about the Me Too movement? Isn't it wonderful that women are empowering themselves? I love it. You do? Mm-hmm. What do you love about it? Because women are finally speaking their truth and people are listening and we're like a group. It doesn't feel like a one poor woman's out there getting attacked by a bunch of people. Like she's crazy. It's like all the women are going, this is happening everywhere. It's an, it's an epidemic. We need to stop. It's pretty badass. Perfect. Well, I've talked about a lot of sexual harassment I've gone through recently. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to like give a shout out to any <laughs> of these. Sexual harassers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would be like, I would be <laughs> uh, if you're cool anyway I yeah. Heather I have to mm. tell you you look fucking stunning tonight thank you beige and um mm. and I really love what you're um standing up for <laughs> and standing taller for mm-hmm. and when you're looking at me with those mm-hmm. eyes it feels like you kind of hate me <laughs> really no I just feel sorry for you beige <laughs> okay but what? <laughs> well you just seem like your life seems kind of shallow and sort of like sad um well um fuck uh Heather I can I um really quickly before fucking uh, cat sending comes on can I tell you cat something cat sending yeah I, I want to tell you um I am fucking sad. Really? Yeah. It seems like a hard job. It is fucking hard. Yeah. Because here's the thing. No one fucking gets me. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be a fucking actress. Mm Mm-hmm. You, but I mean, I don't know. Anyway, we yeah. can talk about this later. Yeah. Is there any chance you can give me your phone number? <laughs> <laughs> sure, beige. I have some good therapy people I can refer you to. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I just want to talk to you. Okay, you know, like sure. Maybe after the fucking show. Sure. Sure, beige, sure. You're kind like- of adorable, though. You're honey kissed or whatever that is. <laughs> honey, whatever, honey something. <laughs> honey tipped. <laughs> your honey tipped breasts are like, I just want you to just start unbuttoning your buttons now. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yes, baby. I totally will. <laughs> oh, she's the worst. I don't know. Is, I have don't you been know. interviewed by this person? <laughs> Heather, maybe you should do that to me. Come yeah. on, let's roll reverse. Be an you, obnoxious reporter. You be beige. Okay, okay, okay. 
oh my god you're so cool how did you get your own tv show it's so cool oh yeah 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 thanks how can i be like you oh ah well you're so uh, pretty oh god a lot of patching up had to do um yeah how can i be famous tell me what did um, you do well, uh, it, it's a it's it's sort of a weird long process, but yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Who are you having sex with right now, Anna? Um, well, what's going on in your love life? <laughs> I wish I was more sex. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but yeah. Tell um, me about the Me Too movement. Who sexually harassed you in this business? You've really struggled a lot. Yeah, and you've risen above adversity. Yeah. to get to where you are today. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Paige. Um, Oh my gosh, this is such a great night to be yeah. here and to like speaking out and like. Tell oh. me, you look so good. What do you do for your workout routine? Oh, thanks. Thanks, keep, thanks for like, asking. Looking so. Um. Uh, well, what do I do? I uh, I take a fucking shit ton of Adderall. Really? Yeah. Wow. I heard yeah. that's good, right? Yeah, it's so fucking good. It's really <laughs> it really keeps me boosted up. I read you know? a good book recently about and a girl that did a lot. Adderall. Oh, you did. You yeah, read books. I oh, do. that's cool. I like books about. She was a fashionista who just like had an eating disorder and, and, and took a lot of Adderall. Oh Those my are god! The books I love. Did most. I write that book? But I'm not a fashionista, as you can see. Uh, but anyway, um, God, it's awesome it's to talk great to you. I love your work, and Thank I just would you. love to get your private home phone number. Oh, you got and just it. Come to your house it and is, hang out sometime. It's, um, it's three two three. <laughs> Four five nine wow. eight three six. Because I just want to be you. And <laughs> I have to tell you, you yeah. have the most fucking amazing eyes. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I guess. Oh fuck, I'm being shuffled along. Thanks for talking to yeah, us. Yeah, no, thanks for. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and now, Bill Hader. Everything I've done. Yeah, I got so overwhelmed backstage at the emmys that i just went into the bathroom and i just went to a bathroom stall and i closed the door <laughs> and i just like sat i just stood there with, um, just like <sighs> okay so that was wait, crazy wait. <laughs> yes uh bill are, are you in there yes hey it's sarah i'm your manager's new assistant <laughs> You really um, shouldn't be in the the, I did, no, woman, but the men's I, bathroom. I locked it, but um, we just want to know: Are you going to emerge? Yes. Can I just have a moment? Okay. Yeah. Of course. Just, but it's really I, I have to tell you, your category is coming up, and I was sent in here to uh, you know make sure that uh, do you have enough like toilet paper? Yes. No, I'm not even doing that. I'm standing up. Do you want any hand sanitizer? No, I'm fine. I just wanted to be left alone. Okay, because it looks like you're sitting down from my angle here. Your shoes are pointed (laughs) towards the door. I don't know how you sit on toilets, (laughs) but I'm... Standing up, and okay. I'm just I'm trying I, to calm myself yeah, down. Sure, sure, sure. Totally, totally get but it. You really it's, shouldn't be in the men's room. I can well, hear uh, people no, no, no. leaving. Uh, no, it's nice. Listen, I, I told everyone out there that like Bill needs a moment. <laughs> Let me go talk to him. <laughs> you said you told everyone I, out I, there I, that I, Bill I told, needs a moment, and you came I, in here. That's why I locked the door. I had security lock oh, us in here. No. Because I said Bill this needs looks a moment. Really this is bad. a big night for him. <laughs> this looks really bad. He's never. I need you, what, what's like, your name again? Sarah. Sarah, I need you out. I need you. Can I, I please? I can't until you come with okay, me. Okay. 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 Fine. I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm an intern. All right. Fine. This. There's. 
There's a line in here. There's men, you, you, you locked a door with Excuse all these me. other guys I'm in sorry. here? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Pardon me. Ooh. They, these guys clearly want to leave. Bill, do you know that no one washes their hands in a men's room? This is weird. And that's Michael Douglas. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> that's really funny. Hi. Bill? Bill? Your category's almost Your up. Your category's almost up. Hi. <laughs> I know you think you might not win, but there's but, a chance. Uh, you need you back out there, please. And you came all the way here. So <laughs> better get in your seat. <laughs> what face are you gonna make if you win or you lose? Yeah, well, that was the thing faces, I always got though. was that I came solo, and they were like, "Um, oh, so you're by yourself? Okay, <laughs> weird." Um, <laughs> and they're like, "So you're just gonna sit here by yourself? Oh, well, okay. Um, hmm. Um, so when you cut oh my to gosh. him, just oh. cut to a close up." Oh. Don't this do a, a two new shot. Improv. <laughs> new improv. I'm going to be, what do they call them? The, the uh, seat fillers. I'm going to be a seat oh, filler no. next to you. <laughs> okay. Come on, please, please, please. Okay. Ah, this is a new character. I have to think of who she is. <laughs> Valerie. Um. <laughs> Jensen. Um, I, I don't know why. <laughs> All right. All right. Va- 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 Valerie Jensen. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Nice. Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Dun 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 dun. I love I love the commercial breaks. It's my fourth year being here. Oh, good. Um, hey, I'm Val. Hi, Val. I'm Bill. I'm up for the thing. What's up? Do you shake hands or not really? Uh, hi. Yeah. Hi. yeah. Oh, nice <laughs> it's really nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. you. Are you? Uh, uh, so you? This is your fourth year being a. Well, what's the technical term? Do you call it seat filler, or is there like a union mm, that you guys have? Or? No, I'm I'm here because I love it. Oh, right on. I get invited every year. So and yeah, I always get really good seats. Well, they pay you to put you in the seats, so they probably. Probably why you get good seats, right? Oh my god! I have to go talk well, to Chad you... for a second. Oh my god, this guy Bill's a fucking dick. He's so not gonna win. Who do you usually? Who else have you sat next to? Um, Meryl. Meryl. <laughs> You're just making a weird. Your eyes are rolling. I'm not allowed to always talk about it, but Meryl. Well, they're all here. Sandra. Sandra. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much go to the Oscars and Emmys and People's Choice. And you get paid to. They pay you right to sit in the seats. (laughs) (laughs) Paid. Stumping you. That's your job, right? I just want to say that um, I really wish you the best of luck. Okay, cool. Thanks. And um, I feel like you don't, but I appreciate it. No, 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 I do, I do. And you know, if you have to go to the bathroom, um, I can just scoot right on in there if you want, or somebody else can like. Oh, cool. Fill in Thanks. for you or whatever. Are you nervous? Um, like, do you have a list? <clears throat> no. Do you have I a thank you list? I don't think I'm gonna win. What? But I appreciate it. You didn't make a list. How no. are you going to remember if you win? I mean, you won't. But if you win, 
what are you going to do? I don't know. Like, do, you, are you, do you remember all your agents' names and shit? Like I don't that? think I'll think my agents. It's so David boring, actually. You should make like a big political statement, like something really? that's like that has to do with like existentialism and passion. You know. Well, if you were going up there, what would you say? I would say, "What the fuck is beyond space?" <laughs> and how, as humans, can we attempt to grasp the idea of infinity? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty provocative. Is it? Yeah. I feel I like mean, it's vague. Which but I think also- that's what makes it provocative. <laughs> 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 I think you're, you're, you know, you're trying their patience. <laughs> Whose patience? The people. Because the, guess what? Um, right. Fucking time is a human construct, dude. Okay. So patience. Shmations. I got all of it. So are you, know? you doing this to save up money for your big paper or to buy a big microscope or something? Or I, That's what I should do, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I have a grooming business. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, human or grooming business or dog? No, grooming? I travel. Oh, yeah. Um, travel grooming what? By RV. You groom people in the RV? No, I travel by RV. Oh, oh, got it. Just, just around LA. Yeah, just to go. Uh oh, it looks like commercial break's over. Okay. Well, this has been real. It's been so real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you're doing what you're doing right now with your foot. <laughs> your foot's just in the air, straight up at like two o'clock. <laughs> Valerie got so she comfortable at award shows. She's the most comfortable person here. <laughs> She's